Hey guys, welcome back. We've just started a new series called Breaking 17, World's Strongest Marathon, where we're going to be documenting Big Coz's journey to break the record. How do you feel about it? I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. Um, excited, because I feel like I can get it done. I'm not going to say easy, because it's going to be definitely going to be hard, but just judging off the times we've been getting in training and stuff like that so far, uh, without any specific training program, um, yeah, it's, it's looking like it's, we're well on our way. For the listeners, you want to kind of give a little background on yourself? Um, yeah, I come from a, or sporting-wise, come from a rugby league background, um, similar to Cole here, junior reps, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then around when I was 18, 17, 18, just started getting into a big party scene and, you know, losing focus, all that kind of stuff. And as you do is, I guess, uh, the rugby league well, park football culture goes these days. You know, you finish a game, get on the drink with the boys, and one thing just leads to another, and just start taking it to the next next level. Um, started to get a bit out of hand for myself um, when I started taking stuff midweek, all that kind of stuff. Um, my life was heading down a pretty destructive path, and um, one day I was coming home from a bender, and that's when that's when everything changed for me i was driving home stupidly enough on a come down and just thought my life was over and um decided to ring my old man me and my old man didn't have a very good relationship growing up so um to to come out of the woodworks and just want to ring him when i'm in this crisis in my life um really says a lot but so the next so the next day basically the two days after or whatever i um packed up my bags and just moved out here and to the mountains oh Penrith but then up to the mountains now but yeah and coming out here basically isolated myself for a whole year with uh no social media and stuff like that just deleted everything just had time to myself time to reset um during that time that that whole year that I was I was really partying and took that destructive path is where I I gained weight 126 kilos I was so um Pretty big boy, as you imagine, like with my height, how much of a butterball I would have been. <laughs> big time. Yeah, big time. But that, um, I, I was, when I came out here, I was running that. My family out here is like fairly fit. Um, and I was, I went for like, you know, 2K runs here and there. Couldn't even finish in the Peen River run. But those of you who don't know, it's a uh, 6K loop all the way around. I uh, couldn't even complete 2Ks of that. And then one day my dad goes, Get up. I'm sick of you being a fat shit. We're going for a run, and this is at four thirty in the morning. And I'm thinking, oh fucking, Lord, what are you doing? Like, get out of my face! And um, yeah, before you knew it, I was up. We were heading up to Blackheath, and yeah, we finished twenty one k's, minus three degrees, and got it done. And ever since then, I've been hooked. Lost all the weight, and just haven't stopped. Now you're the beast that you are now, mate. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say beast, bro. I wouldn't <laughs> say after, beast. after he beats this record, he'll be yeah. the beast. Yeah, I wouldn't he'll say earn the title. Yeah, I wouldn't say beast, bro. But you know, I definitely try. And now I think, um, as much as me doing all this stuff is for myself, it's for everyone else to get inspired. Um, because the position I was in, that I felt like I had everyone around me backing me. Um, Everyone around me who loved me and cared, uh, who I thought loved and cared for me, actually didn't. They just wanted me to take the next drug and do stupid shit. Yeah. So uh, uh, through all the, I guess, 
as we we saw this post the other day where it was David Goggins and he said, um, I'm not crazy, I'm just not you. Yeah. Mm. Um, that really resonated with me a lot because I get called crazy all the time. And I used to think, <laughs> I never used to look at it the way David Goggins explained it, but I used to just think, oh yeah, maybe I am crazy, you know, like, fuck, I don't really care. Because um, I'm very, I'm a very passionate person and just think, I don't give a shit what you think of me anyway, so if you think I'm crazy, whatever. But um, just hearing that made me think like maybe I'm not someone else but definitely the tools I've been given and have developed over the past four years that it can definitely help someone else yeah Yeah. so for the listeners what's the world's strongest marathon and how did it come about so the world's strongest marathon that that was designed by Ross Edgley back in uh, 2015 he said he was going to do it Um, he completed it in 2016 uh, 19 hours and 30 something minutes um, pretty good time, you know. I was I was looking at it, going, "Wow, that's pretty wicked." And when I, when I saw that 2016, that was four years ago. So that was when I was right in my like shit point in my life. And I was thinking, "Oh, that'd be pretty cool," because I'd always been into my fitness, but that at that stage in my life, I wasn't. But I was interested, but I was occupied by shit, you know. Um, and I'd always thought about it. And I read Ross Edgley's book, um, uh, the World's Fittest book. Yep. And that was in there, and Love it just sparked, it just sparked something in me, and I was like, "Fuck, I reckon I can do this. I reckon I can do that." And I was at the point in my life where, like, yeah, I've been doing some pretty big stuff for a while now, and I just needed something that would, I guess, put me on the map and say, "Fuck, this guy's is, is legit," you know. So, um, yeah, so as I did more research, I always thought that Ross Edgley held the world record. Um, until I found out the other guy, Justin True, who completed in 17 hours and 24 minutes. So he took a big chunk <laughs> off Ross's time. That's a crazy time. You know, it's, and that, that's, a, that's an amazing time. Um, but I'm sorry, Justin, but I'm hoping to cream it. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of you, eh? He said he was going to... Yeah, yeah. If COVID comes down, I'm hoping that um, Justin can make it out and, yeah, that'll be and awesome, come and man. support. That'd be pretty cool. And it, yeah. it's cool. Um, I guess you see someone like Ross who, who's that famous you know in the fitness industry mm. um never replied to any of justin's stories never replied to anything um just tried to let it cind- uh, cinder in the background um but for justin to respond to me the way he did and said i hope you kill it he's such like, a humble guy yeah, that humble, just yeah. shows the type of person he is yeah. um and, that's and for him to it. come out bro and say I want to um, I want to come and help you. Yeah, he's so yeah. willing to help, yeah. And yeah. for me to go and break his own record, normally people are like, nah, I'm not going to, nah, nah, I'm not going to help yeah, you. People don't, don't like it. Yeah, yeah, but for him to come out, it just shows the kind of person he is. But <clears throat> so the idea came about. Normally, I just say stupid shit all the time, like, oh, yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like you boys have heard me on my runs, like, oh, I'll do twelve <laughs> hours up this hill. You know what I mean? Like, eventually do, you do it. Just do hill repeats <laughs> for twelve hours. And then the idea first came about, I said to my old man, I said, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm going to do this. And he goes, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to give a shot. And I said, oh, that would be a pretty cool idea. And um, so we went down to Jemison Park, chucked a harness on, and I did a couple laps with a, I think it was a 2.4 tonne, I think the car was when I did it. So I only need 1.6, that's the extra 1,000 kilos on top yeah. of what I need, mm. basically. So uh, 800 kilos or whatever. So we were pulling that and it felt pretty good. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So then I made that post and as soon as I put it out there, I just knew. You couldn't like, back down. Yeah, I can't back down. I had, to, I had to do it. 
you know, and that, that when I put that out there, like that sparked a lot of people going, holy shit, like what the fuck is you going to attempt? Um, because most people wouldn't have seen me on that level, mm. I don't think. Um, but yeah, bro, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Mm. Nervous, so, but... Well, what's, what's the planning like around that? How do you plan it such a... Oh, event? dude, it's so crazy. Like, I, I didn't realize how much would actually have to go into it. Um, I thought I'd message council and say, hey, I'm going to pull a car here, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like, most of the people... I've spoken to council, probably four different people in Penrith Council, and they are all like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? It's like, let me call you because I'm not really understanding like what you're trying to do here. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to pull in a car for 42K around Jemison Park. They're like, what what like why uh, yeah like oh, why <laughs> like so you're just gonna continually go around I'm like yeah and they're like okay but like okay and then like so what do i need to get done like we've never seen anything like that like well, i don't know what we need so this is all new to them as it is new to me so you know we're working together to get it done i've got a guy um gordon bell he uh writes the traffic management plans for nepean try and uh he's getting that all sorted for me which yeah, is pretty cool so um he basically flicked a, a soft copy up to me. Um, I wrote down everything that I needed on it and that he thinks I'll need. And then uh, just waiting for him to just triple confirm it. And then we'll uh, submit it through the council. And when are you looking to do this? March 6th next year. Be pretty good. So that's a six month training period, which is uh, a pretty pretty solid training period um, to get something like this done. I, I wanted eight months. And the only reason I'm really why I wanted eight months is because Ross said he trained for eight months, but he got 19 hours. Like, I don't want 19 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, and, and just going off the times that I was getting, pulling a 2.4 ton car without anything, like, um, without any specific training mm. that, uh, like, that made me think, well, I don't actually need much time. Um, the thing I think I have over over Ross and Justin um, is my endurance running. Yeah, yeah big time. Um, I think that's a massive benefit. The mental barriers that, you can break. Yeah. Um, but the strength-wise, I still, I, I'm not where I need to be in strength. I know that. Um, still, I, I'm strong. I'm strong, but it's just not not where I know I can be. Uh, yeah. where, where I have been before. I'm not at the top of my game and, and during this program that's where I'm going to take the top of my game so what the hell does your training look like for this we're training basically <laughs> we're training basically seven days a week so but all of them are we, we say we train seven days a week but you know there's two recovery sessions in there which are basically two days of just stretching you know uh, me and Kyle the the program is starting tomorrow and we'll have a 40k bike ride finish with some stretching very light on the legs you know, 40k bike, <coughs> super light. Ah, very light, nah, on, is, very yeah. light on the legs. You know, um, good recovery on all your today. joints and everything like that. So we'll do that, and then we'll get some stretching done, and then we go into a nine-week building phase. So this nine-week building phase um, includes just deadlifts, squats, uh, bench press, and military press. <clears throat> we'll all be oh, actually. I don't know if I want to give away the source. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll give away the source. Maybe we'll give away the source once we get it done, but. Um, Nah, yeah, it'll just it'll just include those standard movements for the first nine weeks, building, building, building. Um, during that time, we're going to assess during the carpools where I need improving, what hurts the most, blah blah blah. 
and then um, we'll we'll fix up that jazz for the for the rest of the program. Why did you pick this bitch to train with you? This bitch. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Look, when when someone when someone messages me, I, I've had uh, countless encounters with people messaging me saying, "I want to come train with you. I want to come do this. You know, I want to come do that." And ninety percent of the time, they never pull through. Yeah. Right, ninety percent of the time, um, they either get injured or they just don't want it, or they just you know can't be bothered. When I say, yeah, no worries, um, we're starting at ten o'clock. Mm. Oh yeah, no worries, we're starting at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's their sleep time. Like that doesn't suit me. I'm not gonna wait around and train with you. Yeah. So I think <clears throat> Kyle is virtually the same strength as me. Um, both of you. When we went and did the Lagoon Marathon, uh, which is that 1.4K loop around the Lagoon, you both proved something yeah. that I'm like, you know, shit, like, these boys are the, are the real deal. You know what I mean? Not just not, talk. Not just yeah. talk. Yeah. You're not just going to say, yeah, I really want to push myself. Oh, yeah, I'll do it one day. You know what I mean? You guys came out and just freaking had a go. And that's, that's all I could have asked for. You got it done. And that just proves something to me, a real characters about you boys and, and how you were. And the reason why I've chosen Kyle is because he's very similar strength. You know, we don't have to keep on taking off the plates, blah, blah, blah. Kyle trains at three o'clock in the morning, which already, which, yeah. already, which suits my lifestyle, which is exactly what I need. Um, and through this, I want Kyle to grow with me because I see something in him. Um, his endurance is going to grow through this program mm. um, and and I, I, I want to take I want to take you under my wing and you know I, I've done this myself for, for ages and I've never had someone willing to commit to something with me so I can prove that it works for someone else yep. and I'm not just a freak of nature or whatever something like that as people would say but yeah I want to I, I want Cole to and then I'll do the marathon six months later that's it <laughs> And break my record. Yeah, that's and it. I hope, I hope and, someone and, and, comes and, and, across, and that's, bro. And that's and that's the reason, like, especially for me, I, I always, you know, Nick knows. I train. I get people to come train. They train one day, mm. two days, mm. sometimes three days in the gym, and then they don't come back. Mm. Shout out to Samuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Samuel. Nah, there's so many, right? And then you, you get people and you say, "I oh, come at four a.m." No, like, there's not many people that want to get up at that time. Like to to yeah. to get up. And to go train and to like put in the work, not just go and just go through the motions, you know. Yeah. So it's awesome to see like for me, like just to be offered to be part of the team was a big thing. And then to be offered to be the full on training partner, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome time. You be scared? Oh, I'm I'm petrified. Nah, I'm not, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I, don't, I look as he said, we're reasonably similar strengths. Like he's probably a little bit stronger, but by a few weeks in, I'll probably get back to where I need to be to especially keep up no problem in the gym it's the as you said the endurance it's mm. going to be like when we go on the runs and the yeah. i'm gonna have to pick up the the pace a bit to keep up but uh that comes with the, time yeah it comes with time exactly right and, and and i know i know for a fact i can push him even though he's the he's a lead yeah. i can yeah. still push him he's yeah. not, it's not going to be a one-way streak you know what 100%. I mean? so that's why i'm excited it's the I'm, energy yeah yeah that we need yeah. but it's also uh just for people that are listening, like, I don't know if Kyle is the same way as me, but fuck, I, I do not like getting up at 2 a.m. in the morning to go and train. 
I do not like staying up till 10 o'clock at night to wanting to run all the way through the night. I don't like it. And I do it because it sucks. Yeah. And because it needs to be done to better yourself. Um, Pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is how we grow. In today's society, we're just weak as piss, especially our generation. Like we're three young guys just wanting to succeed in life. And, you know, the... You don't see enough of it. Yeah, there's not enough out there. There's I think not. that's why we've bonded so <coughs> yeah, closely. So close over so such a short time. Like two well, or something. Yeah, yeah, not even that, eh? And yeah. uh, I, I think... Yeah, I, just, I just want people to know that I don't plan these runs because I enjoy it. I plan them because I have to. Yeah. You know, like, I have a family now that I have to commit to um, while they're asleep. That's why I'm training, while they're asleep. So I can yeah. have this family time still, yeah. you know? So I can still go to work, put food on the table, everything like that, you know? And that's why there's the crazy times and the crazy distances. <clears throat> exactly. It's the amount of time you can put in outside of your own life. That, and it, it's can. just how much do you want it? Yeah. You know, I want it that bad. That's why I'm going to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's why I'm going to stay up till 10 o'clock at night. That's why I'm going to do all this crazy stuff that you guys think is crazy because I just want it so bad. It's good crazy. It's, 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 how can you put it? It's not, it's not fun. But then once you're done, you realize how much fun you actually had while you're doing, while you were in that pain. It'll be a surreal feeling that you feel. Especially once you smashed the 17 hours. Yeah. You'll, you'll feel great after. And, and, and the thing is, even for us, I bet we'll feel fucking amazing after too for you. 100%. For you smashing it. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. That's the good thing about having a team around you. Yeah, 100%. Don't get me wrong. It's, it, it's the awesome feeling. It's it, I thrive off people coming up to me and saying you're crazy. Like, yeah, you're crazy. It's like, oh, you think I'm crazy? Yeah, whatever. I'll do it again. You know, yeah. just so you realize that I am going to work harder than you mm. to get it done. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's like that thing with Kobe Bryant, how he's just yeah. always in the gym. He's like, yeah, I thought I was getting to the gym early, and Kobe was already there at three a.m. Already and, shot a thousand times <laughs> before I got there. Yeah, and then he just he goes, oh, when are you leaving? He goes, oh. An hour after you're done, whatever. It's yeah. like, yeah, doesn't dude, matter when you leave. Best. I'm staying. Yeah, you know, it's just, it, it's just greatness. It's just the mentality. That's how greatness comes about. <clears throat> you to be at the top of your game and to be the best, you gotta make those sacrifices. Consistency and just, just work, man. Yeah, and you gotta do the things that suck, man. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's almost like being an apprentice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you gotta do the things that suck to yeah. earn big money. Yeah, you know? there's not even big money in what we're doing. Like, there's no literally there's no money. You know, literally earning any no money, money in what we're doing. You know, like there's a one in a million. <clears throat> like Ross Edgley is probably the only person I know that's big enough that's made a career off of the crazy challenges he's done, mm-hmm. and he gets you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for doing what he does, build this massive profile. And I'm not saying I want to build, <clears throat> be the next next Ross, Ross Edgley. I want to create my own legacy, but. You know, but what he's we don't do it for we don't do it for money. Like he has to do it for money now. Yeah. Whereas, <clears throat> even though he started somewhere, he's still he's still man. He was one of us. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of us. You know, just still in there. And, and, to work and, and now maybe if he, even if he doesn't want to do it, he has to. Whereas you know we still want to do it. It's, yeah. It's still on that grind. It's like that, that old saying: the lion on the hill is always hungrier than That's the lion it. on top of the hill. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred So let's talk about the team that you've assembled. <clears throat> So this have assembled a, a team of around 20 people that are going to help me pull the car. Well, not, not help me pull the car. Sorry, I worded that wrong. They're going to, someone has to sit in the vehicle, okay? Yeah. Um, the whole time, just to steer it, blah, blah. So I've assembled a team of about 20 people and, and hopefully they can do shifts over the training and, you know, on the race day and stuff like that because 
more than likely we're going to need people around, you know, past Corey food, past Corey drinks. And these are, these are people that besides you boys have literally, and, and Luke Reynolds have, have been with me almost my whole life. So they're people I trust. Um, you know, they're people that know what I'm like and know who I am. Um, and I just want them to be a part of it because it is something quite special. And I was saying, a, I was saying to Brooke the other night that, because I was thinking I was talking about the world's strongest marathon and we'll, we'll talk just discussing it. And I said to her far out, I, I never realized, I never took it into perspective about what I'm trying to do. Mm. Break a world record. I just thought, oh yeah, world's strongest marathon, world's strongest marathon. But like, it's a world record. Like yeah, no there's only no. three, sorry, there's only two people in this world that have successfully completed it. You know what I mean? It's crazy so, to think of it like that, eh? Yeah. So when you put it into perspective like that, you're like, wow, this is actually a lot bigger than what, what mm. I'm thinking. So that's why the team of us would have to be a team of people I trust, you know? Yeah. Um, all the sponsors that are involved, Blue Mountains Running Co., um, Fractal Running, um, Iron Truth Barbell, and uh, Evolution Medical Care, they've helped me out and I've supported them and they've supported me through all my training previously. Like we have, we have really, really good relationships. Um, so now they've, they've become official sponsors of the world's strongest marathon, which is pretty cool. So they're, they're on, they're on the side of the team that isn't physically helping, Yeah. but they're helping me out with supplies and all that kind of stuff. Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention Tailwind, probably one of the most important <laughs> people because I'll take that shit religiously. <laughs> like <clears throat> no, tomorrow. Don't take the caffeinated one, guys. <laughs> hey, you had two caffeinated. Ah, two was awesome, bro. I feel, I feel, uh-huh. I feel buzzed still. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it takes few days. <laughs> You're not sleeping tonight. Nah, bro. I will sleep tonight. We got early morning tonight. Don't worry, we got early morning. Bro. I'll be in bed by eight. Hey, it's a public holiday tomorrow. We're still getting up at three to train. So getting up at three, we're gonna be at the gym at three. Oh, yeah, we're gonna be at the gym at three. Sorry, yeah, I'll be up, up at two to eat my breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, know, I ain't eating no breakfast. Yeah, this guy ain't eating no breakfast. I have to eat my breakfast. So let's talk about. There's obviously a cause behind it. Child safe, you want to touch on that? Yeah, so uh, a couple months like when, when I first thought of the marathon, um, I guess I was actually quite selfish. I just wanted to put CosFit on the map, you know, um, and, I, and I wanted to create a space where I could, I guess, promote myself. Um, and then something, something quite dramatic happened in my family um, that came about. Uh, someone that I that I love dearly was uh, sexually abused as a child, um, and it really hit home. Once I started doing my own research on the issue, uh, is where I ran into Damien Ryder. Damien Ryder is a polyathlete, and uh, he's done some pretty crazy stuff. Like he's kneeboarded from uh, I think it was the Gold Coast of Sydney, fully self-supported, um, skateboarded across Route 66, which is like 300 something k's, fully self-supported. Um, he'd done all this other crazy stuff and he was uh, sexually abused as a child and uh, now his story is worldwide and he's got a two Nat Geo documentary, he's got a book, One Breath Meditation and I just messaged him through Facebook and he got back to me and uh, that's when he put me onto ChildSafe and said if you're going to do it for any, organ- if you're going to do this for any organisation, this is an organisation I trust, this is an organisation I do all my stuff for so um then I got in contact with Neil, who's the CEO of ChildSafe, and hopefully we can grab him on an episode to, I guess, explain how prominent this stuff is. But yeah. when I started doing the research, is 
where I started, um, you know, really thinking, holy shit, like, this is way bigger than, than what it is. Um, I'll read out some stats that I've got here, it, just to let you guys know how much this is embedded in our society. So, in Australia, one child is physically, emotionally, or sexually abused every 16 minutes. That means 32,000 children are abused every single year, and it's usually by adults that are trusted by them and their family. And that's how sad it is, bro. That, that, that really just points out how prominent it is hmm. by people you trust, by people you know. And, and this, it kind of makes me angry when I, when I feel about it, but I can't get too emotionally um, attached, even, even though I quite am. Um, I really need to dial back my senses and, and just breathe through it. Um, because it's just, there's no other way to put it, but besides fucked. Yeah, it must hit home too, obviously knowing someone that's gone through it and now being a dad yourself. Like, yeah. Thinking something that possibly, possibly happened. Happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and being a dad, seeing what happened to this loved one and how it's affected them is, and now seeing my, looking at my son and just thinking, how the hell can someone do, that do something like that mm. to a child? To a child, mm. when all they want to do is come into this beautiful life, thinking that everything is so perfect, and then these kids are getting abused by people they trust. Yeah, you know, it's just there's no other way to put it besides fucked up. Yeah, it is. like there really isn't, and uh, you shouldn't swear when you say that stuff because like it's sad and it's, it's like. Oh, um, yeah, it's just fucked up. It is. It's yeah. fucked up. There's no it's other way to put it. It's the harsh truth. Yeah. yeah. And we see, like, like now, ever since I started doing this World's Strongest Marathon and promoting for child safe, look about what's going on in the world with all these pedophile rings, Jeffrey Epstein, all this kind of stuff. Like, <clears throat> we don't realize how big it is. There was a plate, there was a, um, we listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and, I ended up finding this article after I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and it was about, I think it was 67 kids were rescued from a house and they were getting sex trafficked through America. Shit. Was not even on the news. There was two articles written about it. Two articles. Yeah, it's not It's not shown enough. Yeah, you don't, not on the news. Yeah, you don't hear about it. It's just wear a mask. You'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all they're saying now. Yeah. And they, they've saved all these kids from a sex traffic ring and no no word of it on the news. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's sad. It's terrible, man. <laughs> and yeah. it's fucked up. That, and because the most, usually those pedophile rings, the most powerful people are running them. Yeah. So the people that own those big TV corporations, blah, yeah. blah, as you can call them the powerful people, they, those are the people that they're embedded in it. Yeah. So Child Safe's come on board and that's what we're going to be raising money <clears throat> for? Yeah, so Child Safe actually, they run programs in schools uh sporting um clubs to try and create safe environments so you probably when we were younger we used to go to the footy field right yeah when our parents signed us up for footy they never asked what do you have in place to keep our child safe mm. it was just you just who's the coach yeah okay yeah you don't know what that coach has done yeah. you don't know who he is or whatever uh, he could be a good family friend people we trust you yeah. know so where how are you keeping my child safe what are the protocols you've got in place and child safe step in and create these protocols for these clubs um, they do the exact same thing at schools um, and they also give parents and students um, and athletes 
the tools to recognize child abuse and what to do when it happens and how to go about it. Yeah. So they really are just trying to, <clears throat> even though they might not be able to end child abuse, which would be a great thing to do. You can't keep an eye on every single household. It's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. But what you can do is put these massive preventative measures in to help keep our children safe, it's, it's which is what child safety is about. 100%, 100%. So that's where child safe steps in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, well, I get, uh, when Neil comes on, he'll, he'll, he'll go really yeah. in deep about what they do and, and he'll mention a couple stories that will really hit home for some of us. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just scary and fucked yeah. up. That's why, that's why I'm just course. trying to pump yeah. it, right? Hopefully it can raise a lot of money for Yeah, it. I'm hoping to raise about 25000 It would yeah. be a good yeah. amount of money, I think. Sweet. That's okay. Yeah, we've got, we've got six months to do it. Exactly. So six months is a fair amount of time to raise twenty five grand. I feel. Mm. It's a good amount of time. Yep. And have we set up the, where they can um, put the money in? Like yeah, so I've set up a GoFundMe. GoFundMe, yeah. <clears throat> Direct, goes directly into Child Safe's account. Yep. Okay. Um, that's just a good way to keep track of dollars and uh, we'll hopefully uh, if they can Neil can fly up from Melbourne by then we'll uh, get a check and take a big photo and stuff like that yeah. which would be pretty cool but um, yeah I've set up a GoFundMe that's going to get released actually tonight because our thingo starts tomorrow we'll put all the links in the bio in yeah. as well yeah. so everyone can donate if you yeah. want to and what we'll be doing if anyone knows any companies that want to get involved what we'll be doing um, we'll have two different sizes and uh, we'll be sending out sponsorship proposals and stuff like that. We'll have two different sizes. So we might have like a 300 mil uh, and a 600 mil size. And you pay 500 or $1,000 depending on what size you want. And uh, that'll go on the side of the car when we're pulling the car on event day. So yeah, that'd be awesome. And yeah. be a part of the documentary. You know, we might get um, some news um, reporters down there and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. And the money help goes to buying product food and stuff for you as well or no 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 i'm fully self-funding all myself yeah so all myself my team whatever that's fully i'm self-funding all that whatever you whatever food my team needs um getting shirts made up for my team blah blah that's all coming out of my own pocket all of this money that's getting raised is going straight to child safe all the sponsorship money everything is going to child safe none of it is coming to me it's all getting directly straight to child safe awesome yeah sweet well, it was a good introduction. Can't wait to see yeah. where we're at at the end of six months. Yeah. Hope you guys really enjoy this and come along for the journey, really. It's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, we'll be having some good insights. So I guess, as we said, we've got Neil coming on. We're going to get uh, Luke, Red Luke Reynolds come yep. on. He said yes to come on. And how's he helping you just with the strength side of it? Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Luke Reynolds is a pro strong man, being a lot of Arnold Combs is one Australian strongest man, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a freak of nature. He's a giant. Uh, but he's a big teddy bear, so <laughs> yeah. he'll uh he's been helping me out obviously with the technique yep. of the carpool. Um he's given me a harness to use, which has been really, really good. Uh way less strain on my back, which is awesome. Um and he's just gonna come in and we're gonna when he comes in, I think we'll deconstruct the endurance and the strength side of things and how the hell I combine it because yep. he has a really good understanding of strength. I have a really good understanding of endurance. Um, I have a very sound knowledge of strength and I'm constantly learning about it because um, I've always just done what works for me. You know, I know what works for me. Um, 
don't really go into the science side of things. It's or just specific. it's just freaking hard work. Like yeah. you just go in there and you just freaking work hard and you get results. Like that's how I've just always done it. But once you go into the specifics of the yeah. actual pulling a car, yeah, that's where he comes in handy for big time. Yeah, so that's where that's where me and uh me and Luke are going to come in. We're going to deconstruct everything and just give you guys a knowledge of how we're actually combining strength and endurance and uh how difficult it is because it's not freaking easy mm. <laughs> especially at 98 time, kilos a lot of time <laughs> awesome man well you nervous it all starts tomorrow the big journey it all starts tomorrow yeah I, it feels so surreal eh? yeah it really does like if it literally feels like yesterday i was just talking about it and then it's out of just the, kicking in yeah and then out of the woodworks all these people are coming out saying we'll help you this we'll help you this do you want this do you want that and i'm like fuck this is actually this is actually happening, eh? It's all coming to life now. Yeah, I know. Fuck. All you got to do is pick a date. Yeah. So we've got March 6th. That's what we put on the proposal to yeah. council. Um, I just council ring me on Friday and they've said, yeah, it sounds good. We'll just have to check with the sporting clubs and yeah. all that. Didn't you tell me last week they wanted you to do it in like two months time? Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, they rung, me on, they rung me two weeks ago and they wanted me to do it in December. I'm like, I only have two months training. This is for a world record. And it's going to be 45 degrees. Like, what? <laughs> there's no shade. Like, no. Nah. Nah, I said, no, nah, I said, I'm not doing it then. Like, said, with the traffic management plan we've put in place, you know, we'll have traffic marshals, volunteers, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to be a big event. I said, we can get it done. I'll send it through to you soon. As soon as I have approval from my guy, I'll send it through. Um, and on Friday, they rung me and said, March 6th sounds good. Uh, they just have to run it by their team. Um, if not, we'll be doing it the Wednesday before which is it's March 3rd mm. or the Wednesday after, which is March 10th. So uh, either side of that weekend yeah. is when we will be getting it done. It's awesome. 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 Exciting yeah. times. Very keen yeah. to see the journey. Yeah, very keen. Um, well, that's a wrap for... Oh, actually, I'll, I'll drop a little... Yeah, yep. Grizzly, Grizzly Wayne. We're oh, getting yep. a documentary. Recording, yep. So we're getting a documentary made and I just want to give a quick shout out to Grizzly Wayne for you know helping me. He's done a lot of videography for me over the, over the past years. So... Um, this is the first documentary he's doing, so uh, we're pretty excited. Got yeah, he's brought on like a whole little team too. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome, man. We're 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 gonna get it done. It's pretty cool. I'm keen, excited, man. Bro. I'm keen. Well, that's Raf episode one. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and come along with the journey. Yeah. Breaking seventeen. Breaking seventeen. Breaking. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. We'll bring new guests on probably every, yeah. every so often. Yeah, yeah. When we when are we doing every three weeks? Every so. three weeks, yeah. Every three weeks. If we're feeling like we need to announce something, we might come on earlier. Yeah, for sure. Too sure. We can just play it by ear. But yeah. we're gonna book in every three weeks. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll go from there. So thanks, guys. Sweet guys. Cheers. See you in the Cheers. next one. You. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. I hope you were just as excited as I am for Corey's journey. If you want to help Corey in any way, please share this podcast around on your socials. Also, if you want to donate to Child Safe Australia, the link will be in the description below and on our socials. Cheers.